What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of Reading with Ricky. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr. I'm back again for another episode, and I'm always excited to be back again, which is why I say it with such excitement, because I love being in the Word, and I love spending this time with you, knowing that whenever we get to be within the Word of God, it is beneficial, it will be impactful, as well as we will get to enjoy some truths that maybe we didn't know about before, but some truths that we will be able to for sure benefit from. So for those that don't know, we do seven minutes in a word. Then we get into a prayer to seal what we read. And then we go about our way to have a good and productive day. How about that? I think that's a good idea. I'm glad you do too. <laughs> All right, great people. And so we are in Luke chapter two, verse 36, and we are reading, talking about the prophecy of Anna. Verse 36, Anna, a prophet who was also there in the temple when Jesus was being dedicated, right? On his eighth day of life, uh, which we read about in previous episodes. She was the daughter of Fionu. I'm going to say Fuel from the tribe of Asher. And she was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. When Jesus' parents had fulfilled all the requirements of the law of the Lord, they returned home to Nazareth in Galilee. There the child grew up healthily and strong. He was filled with wisdom and God's favor was on him. So this is beautiful. Why? Because Anna, right? Anna, given the conditions that she had, she lost her husband. Well, not lost her husband. Her husband passed away, transitioned on to glory when they were only like seven years old in their marriage. And she was old in age, as it says. But yet she stayed in the temple, giving glory to God, uh, praying fast. And I wonder. I truly wonder, is, is this where the concept of nuns came about, right? As I was reading, that was what was coming to mind. And so I'm going to just vocalize what my thoughts was. However, I'm going to have to look into that, right? But out of it, what we do know um, is that Jesus' parents fulfilled the law and they went about home, which was Nazareth. And so Jesus was born in Bethlehem because of the census that was to be taken. And so at the eighth day, when it was time for Jesus to be circumcised and to get his name, they went to the temple, did that all in Jerusalem. And then now they're traveling back to Nazareth, where Jesus grew to be healthy and strong. And he was filled with wisdom and God's favor was on him. And I believe that God is no respecter of person. Why? Because this is scripture. That's what it says. And just as Jesus grew with and filled with wisdom, and God's favor was on him. I believe that you and I, as believers in Jesus, as kingdom citizens, we have the ability as well to be filled with wisdom and to grow in God's favor and to have God's favor upon us. And that could be a prayer in which we pray over our children as well as they grow, as they mature, as they get older with all that's going on in this world, all the various temptations, the confusions, and all of the information that's being shared about with our kids. Let us speak some life over our kids. I'm going to take this time right now to speak over my kids as I pray. You hear your children's names as I speak mine. I declare and say that Rain and Ricky are, as the word says, filled with wisdom 
Rain and Ricky as well have God's favor on them. Rain and Ricky are filled with God's wisdom and Rain and Ricky has the favor of God on them everywhere they go, everything that they do. I thank you that wisdom and favor is a part of them in their way. All right, verse 41. He says, every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. Uh-oh, it's about to happen, y'all. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth. But Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was among the other travelers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Did somebody lose Jesus? Did, did somebody lose sweet baby Jesus, the Messiah, the one who was sent by God? Yes, his parents, his parents did. And so this is cool that it's even recorded in scriptures for so many reasons. But the reason why I'm extracted is to give relief to the parents out there in the world that, hey, we don't have to get everything right to raise up and to get up and to deliver. Well, I don't want to say it in there. We don't have to do everything right to raise a righteous child. We don't have to do everything right to raise up somebody who's going to be one that's impactful to the masses. But sometimes we can we can get some things wrong and it all still works together for our good. And so this gives me peace because, you know, I can relax. I don't have to do everything right. I don't have to be over my children all the time, seeing what they're doing, seeing what they're not doing, making sure they're doing this right, doing this wrong, blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. It's okay. Even Jesus was lost by his parents. However, he was lost because he was doing some beneficial things, okay? And so here it is in verse 45. Um, when they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Why? Because that was the last place they saw him. Okay, this was a time before air tags. This was a time before, you know, locations on your phones and so forth and so on. So the smart thing to do is to go back to the last place in which you saw him, which was in Jerusalem. And I'm sure as they went back to Jerusalem, they looked about the various towns and places and spaces which were between Nazareth and Galilee, excuse me, Nazareth and Jerusalem. And so, you know, it was cool. I like I like how all of this part is in there and we can just glaze over it just thinking it's information. But no, 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 there's revelation in this as well. Verse 46, three days later, something about that three days, something about that three days associated with Jesus or just in general, just the number three, just the Trinity in so many ways is so impactful. And so, you know, it's hard just to just read three days later and not just mm, just feel it. even even when Jesus was 12 years old, three days later, just has such conviction, such power, such authority because it was a prophecy of what's to come. But nonetheless. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. We right here. We are right here in verse 46. We, we ain't even back there. Okay. Back there, meaning like on the back end of Luke, where it's hard to talk about the impact and the power of the three days later. But let me calm down. Calm down, son. Calm down. Okay. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting amongst the religious teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answer. So we're going to end right there. And so it's so beautiful, right? Because Jesus, 12 years old, what we knew about him thus far, being 12 years old, is that he was filled with wisdom and God's favor was on him. He was filled with wisdom and God's favor was on him. So much so 
that as he was in a temple asking questions, listening to the religious leaders share the truth of the word, they were astonished at what he had to say and the questions that he asked. And again, this could be the truth for us as well as the truth for our children. If we've given up on us, okay, some of us have already given up on us, which you shouldn't. You shouldn't. The, moment, the, the fact that you still have life lets you know that there's still more in store. However, as we don't give up on ourselves anymore, and so as we declare over ourselves that wisdom and that favor will be upon us, as we declare over our kids, our children, our nieces, our nephews, our loved ones, our God kids, our God children, that favor and um, wisdom will be upon them and they'll be filled with the two of them. People would be astonished at the things that they say. People would be astonished at the responses that they give. People would be astonished at the kids that they are. And I lie to you all not. People tell us all the time how astonished they are at the maturity of our kids, at the responses that our kids give, at the wisdom that they have of the way they carry themselves. And we don't take the credit for any of it. It's not because of us. It's because of whose we are and the words that we declared and said over them. Just as we read in the word, we declare them things over our children. And my desire is that you declare it over yourself first, but then as well over those in which you love and that you care for. So in our prayers, I will say, thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise for as unto you whom is all rightfully due. And I thank you, Lord God, that wisdom and favor will find all who come in contact with this episode, Lord God. Not only for them specifically, but for those that are attached to them, be it by birth, be it by relationship, be it by blood, Lord God. I thank you that favor and wisdom is upon all, Lord God. And as it is upon us all, I thank you that you will always give us the words to say. You will always give us the thoughts to have. You will always give us a response that will bring you glory. But then also have others to think, wait a minute, how could they say such a thing? How could they be thinking such a thing? And we know it's not because of us. It's not because of our education uh, endeavors or the clan, the tribe, the family that we've come from. But no, it's because of you, Lord God, who lives on the inside of us through the person of the Holy Spirit. And we're so thankful that we have a unity of the Trinity and I thank you, Lord God, that all is well, all is well, all is well. I also pray a blessing upon the parents that may be listening as well. I thank you that they're reminded that it's okay. It's okay. All is well. For them to be a good parent is not for them to be a perfect parent, but for them to be a good parent is to raise them up, raise them being their children up in the way that should go so that when they are old, they will not depart from it. And that, God, you have already handled the rest. Even before they've been brought into this world, they have a purpose. You have a plan for them. And there's a destiny for them to fulfill. And I thank you, Lord God, that as parents, we get the ability to steward them upon that way. And we thank you, Lord God, for this day and all that this day is and all that it will be. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So I love you all. I appreciate you all. This, quite honestly, may be like a good episode to do with your kids. Um, just to let them hear of the truth of the words of the matter and how they can be benefited by the word, but more than anything, benefited by the words that we say about them by and just encourage them. Encourage them, let them know that all is well. 
that you know as a parent i may mess some things up but you're gonna turn out just fine okay look look at what jesus all that jesus did and we still talking about jesus this day so don't come at me if i don't get it right okay but nonetheless it all i love you all i appreciate you all and i will see y'all that episode peace